Silent night, holy night, all is kind, all is bright. Down on tender and son of a We're so goats, and you're listening to Hakka FM. Thank you so much. You never stop, you never change
this 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 album working title out now go listen to it buy it uh is this in in how you guys feeling in your minds is this the album that in your mind soaked oats was always meant to kind of sound like this and you've realized it on this album or was soaked oats one thing and this album is the new thing as a new it was a new outgrowth and direction from it Oh man, it's a really good question. Because it's so, mm. it's so, I, I, it's so much more sophisticated, um, so much more musical, and it's got so much more of your personality in it. So I wondered if it was like the first releases were trying, were working up to that, or if mm. this is something you discovered along the way. What do you guys think? I, th- I feel like this album's more than anything. It's just like a, a blurt of all the kind of stuff we want to maybe make sound like oh it's just a because there's quite a lot of varied sounds throughout it mm. it takes some pretty weird turns do you think so yeah i think mm. so I, th- I think there's some probably like some su- surprising to me yeah song choices on there yeah. song choices yeah yeah nice yeah totally i mean like it's it's interesting because i hope you guys don't mind me mind me saying but with the trajectory of the band I feel like I've as I've gotten to know you guys I feel like there was this early period of the band that had like a certain sound to it and it and because it was in Dunedin and with the like students it had like a certain sound and a certain audience with it and a context and then, yeah and then I've gotten to know you guys and I I've always felt this like um, intent to kind of grow beyond that and into something a little bit more of your own choosing or a little bit more I don't know like uh, musical and critical and, and all of these things mm. and I, and it's hearing this record I think that that is like the music equivalent of that intention which I was so proud and happy to hear it's like it's really a whole nother level on the other stuff which I love like Sugar Doom was one of my favourite songs of the year when it came out and I still love that song but this is uh, such an, it's going to sound lame, but like an adulty record. Like, it sounds like y- uh, your own sound. It sounds like I can hear your personalities in it. Mm. It's brave. I think it's quiet when it, which a lot of bands would be scared to be so quiet sometimes. Mm. But also has like, like I was saying with um, Headline Opinion, that like bonkers riff that just like goes up as well in the second half. Like, mm. it's, it's, it's a great album. You guys should be very, very proud. Thanks, Thank man. you. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to take in. I think, yeah, it was definitely a massive vomit. Um, and in retrospect, yeah. like when we were in it, it was pretty deep in the thing, and there was a and and I want all records to be like this because you, you live in the thing, and I hope it becomes more like that. Like I want to do, I I want to refine that process as much as possible of just going in and just. You, like living in the record and in, in the idea and in the world and you know like that requires resources and all sorts of stuff but that's the dream of just like having this collective focus and this collective kind of you know like spirit that you're trying to connect with at all times and there's this like a motif, you know, whatever it is, like a theme, a mood, whatever it is. It's like there's like a central heart to mm. to a record for me 
like and it revolves around something in the middle of it you know and so to be able to just go in and just go all in on that thing is like it's the dream but yeah and there was a journey to this record but on in retrospect it was like it was just it was a big vomit of all these influences and all these and all these goals and all these ideals and all of these there's definitely a lot of what we what I thought I wanted to write about or be or sound like you know what I mean mm. whereas now I think we're making stuff that is there's not as much of that going on it's a lot more alive you mean like there's less like looking forward and pers- like kind of imagining what you want it to be yeah and just discovering it in the moment like mm. that's amazing yeah I don't know where it came where it came from or and it's also scary because it could be like that sounds exactly like that song <laughs> but I trust it a lot more mm. that kind of instinctual making especially when it's done by like all four of us it's a crazy experience does that like reflect a bit more of a relaxed um, kind of attitude and view within the band about what the band is and where it's going as well or do you think you guys have kind of come together even more because of it definitely Right. As a response to working title, because mm. that was pretty, uh, sur- yeah, surgical after a while. Like for me, a lot with writing the words and and coming up with parts and adding parts to songs and like, uh, I mean, this is our first record. I don't really know. <laughs> you know, we might get to the end of the next one and be like, yeah, we got pretty surgical. But <laughs> as a response to the way that we made that record we've now gone about making things kind of differently. Mm. Well, I don't, I th- there's this Josh Homme quote of like, he actively tries to jettison about 20% of his audience, every album or whatever, like intentionally. That's ruthless. And, but and maybe it's, it's probably not as intentional with you guys, but I feel like there is a kind of like bravery or a kind of like, and it's worked out really, really well. Of just like we're just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, re- we're not gonna stay in this thing that we're like, oh, we found this perfect thing. We're gonna fucking, we're happy to just do this over and over and over again. There's It'd like a real like, let's fucking do this other thing. Let's yeah, explore w- this thing. Like, I wouldn't call it courage though. I just think it would. I honestly, like yeah. it's just all, it's just it's kind of the only decision. What's the only like route? I think it dies pretty quick. It would die very quickly if you're doing it because of. Those those motives, you know, mm. and we might still do that. I don't know. We might, you know, we might just get to a point where we're like, yeah, that's the thing. We're just going to keep on doing this. I don't know, but yeah, there's like a comfort in that too, like and mm. like a, a, in a in a positive sense, like yeah. even like on the next record that we're working on, like there's stuff that I like feels familiar to when we started out. I think mm-hmm. I can can see that now. And there's a couple of songs on working title as well that, you know, like probably like have have a nice clear link to where we were. Yeah, it's not like you made a dubstep record. Yeah. Mm. But that would be dope.
along I mean one of the big features of this record is the like percussion you know and the space that was like actively left for the percussion like when did that come into the picture for the songs because I think that that is one of the like standout layers that's been added to the band after this record in a recording sense as well um, was that like a uh, how did that come about with this like writing and recording process was that an intentional like I just want fucking all this shit in there or just like playing around and it worked and I guess like working with like Tom Healy he was always like you know trying to squeeze that extra like 5 or 10% out of a song and Sometimes, like a percussion, a percussion, percussion part can really like elevate a, a song or give it give it a certain mood. Like I think in Headline Opinion, it was like quite it, like when we put those like the rims, like hitting the rims, and it gave it like more of a playful mm. vibe, and it kind of took it somewhere we knew, and we were kind of struggling with that song, and I guess, but it, yeah. We, we also just had a lot of time in the hall and, and like you're just listening to the songs we also took a lot of stuff from took, like, yeah. yeah we'll take the toad yeah we'll take the bongo <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um and so you just like hear something and like it, it only really might take like five or ten minutes to put put a percuss like another layer on and it's just like see if it sounds good or not because I was wondering like mm-hmm. because that works when there's space in the songs mm-hmm but it doesn't work when it's like filled up. Mm-hmm. Was, was that happening? Because this album has a lot more space, like yeah. say from the guitars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Was Were they happening at the same time or did one happen before the other one? I don't know. Like was there space left and you're like, oh, we've got things for percussion here or was it like, oh, we've got this percussion, we actually don't need all this guitar. Like mm. how did that kind of balance work? I, I think quite a few of the songs, there was, there was, like, a, there was like a rhythm guitar take, mm. like a bass one and then, and then from there... We then went into overdub world of like, okay, mm. what's what does this want? Is there a guitar line or is you know is the, where's the percussion gonna sit? Yeah, kind yeah. of a mixed bag, eh? Do you, do you yeah. think that like, because that's a very the overdub world's such a different approach to like writing and then tracking it a lot live. Do you yeah. think do you, do you think your which one feels right now more exciting to you now that you've done that with this last record? Do you like, oh, I want to explore that even more or had a bit of a reaction to like, oh, we want to kind of just fill it in how it is? Definitely the live thing Mm. at the moment. Yeah, I think we're trying to do as little overdubbing as possible. Just because, I don't know, um, it's hard to capture capture that feeling, capture a mood that you were in when you, you know, were tracking the thing together. It's funny as well because, like we were talking about before, and that this album took a bit of time to come out, in a sense that it was done. It wasn't like still being worked on um, fully. But one of the things like I've definitely dealt with, and a lot of people to- talk to have dealt with, is like um, dealing with like a thing like oh we finished it, and then like oh, I'll go back in and do a bit of mixing, and I'll go back yeah. like. Was that tough for you guys sitting on the record for so long and not fucking, like, not getting lost and fucking with it even more just because you could? Like, how did you deal with that temptation? Well, you, you could s- argue we did. Right, you did. You just keep going and fucking with it? Yeah. We definitely fucked with it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because it, it's hard to sit with something for so long and not be like, oh, I've grown bored of that part now. Let's go and change that part out. And 
I think we had to. Mm. To know. This is the only way this band does things is that we honestly we've done mm. like we've just had to say yes or try something and then be like and then respond to that trying whether it went well or whether it went wrong and like yeah you have to try you know what I mean yeah 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 so yeah we definitely like some songs got got I would say processed to the point of being uh unfamiliar or something or processed to the point of being just uh like robotic almost or something or losing losing yeah. like a fam- losing like just a familiarity losing a humanity or losing some sort of like heartbeat you know did you ruin any songs in that process because that can happen where you like you overthink something so much that it kind of like oh we fucked it <laughs> and like stripped it back nah well, that's um, good m- maybe pink beach maybe you think so yeah maybe i'm not 100 i haven't figured it out yet but mm. it's uh I think that that song's like such a different beast to what it was in t- intended to be from the start. And of course they're going to change, but... Um, mm. Well, that's interesting because it fits quite well into the second half track listing. Like it doesn't stand out in that sense. Mm. It doesn't be like, oh, what's going on here? This mm. is like, mm-hmm. really fits in there, so... There was a... There, there was a that song was a lesson in... Um, the songs changed so much when we went to record them. Like r- some of them did. Some of them really took big turns, and then you kind of had to redefine your parts and your just how you could access them. Mm. And like when Henry made the demo and I put some vocals over it, it was it was it was a very different. It was it's the same like feeling, but it was a different kind of song. And then when we did it in Hast, just because of the nature of that room and everything, and what I guess the album becoming more becoming larger it became so much bigger and mm. then it just it, yeah it was like how do we get into this <laughs> one <laughs> yeah right yeah and, but it's kind of cool it, I don't know so, a lot of songs that we've made with we've, we've, you know you, you record them you finish them and then that's their that's their final recording life but then we've figured out a lot of songs we've almost like you know like My Mud it's like Oh, we figured that out song after we'd finished it and we started playing it live and it was like, oh, there's, it's life mm. or something. Yeah. Because when you, you know, overdub land is recording studio land, you know? Yeah. And I, it's, I think everyone who's done that has experienced the like, okay, let's put this in a live setting and figure out how this works and that can kind of either feel like really good in a different way or like really shit sometimes <laughs> so totally. you're like fuck it doesn't really translate but yeah you can yeah it's an interesting experience it's that whole thing of recording recordings and live bands are actually two completely separate things in mm. a way and i think it's it's a it's a thing that a lot of musical acts miss out on is actually taking advantage of making them two separate yeah. things that are good versions on their own yeah. it always confuses me when people are like fuck it I've recorded it this way so it has to sound exactly like this live yeah. or like my We're live has to be like exactly the recording I'm like it kind of you're missing an opportunity there well know? then it's not alive though no it's not alive the song isn't alive the performer isn't alive mm. the audience isn't then really alive because they're just seeing what they've come to see and expect and mm. do you know what I mean but it's the only thing to keep an ownership on it because you guys have let the album go you can't yeah. do any recordings to it anymore, mm. but so the only thing you have real own like 
tactile ownership over is the live version of it now, which is like cool. You get to still have your say in it because you don't really, unless you know, you're gonna do the Kanye and go back and remix things and re-upload. You know, that's what. That's what you mean by mud, right? You wish you did. Yeah. The recording, how you do it live now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we, but also, you know. Yeah, it happened how it happened. <laughs> yeah, totally. The younger brother slams his fork down, watching all the big. Mouth, get up and sing He's been wrestling with his thoughts now Thinks he'll show them all when he says something Here is a child so willing and able But of a size unrecognized by the table And each night this resumes till the thought begins to stew I know so much better than all of you
as this album, what, what what's going to be the legacy of this album on the band moving forwards? Do you think? Like, it's not a, that's you can answer that question better than we can. Well, I I, I guess re-ask it then. Like, what I think every band that takes itself seriously to a certain degree reacts to everything they put out. Yeah, for sure. So we're. What will, what's the thing in this album that you think you're going to react to? We've kind of touched on it, but I guess it's going to be that overdub versus live thing. Yeah. But is there any other um, directions that you feel this album is going to catapult you in? Only the one that we're in now is all I know. Mm. I can't say much about That's cool. It seems like you guys are really able to be in the moment a little bit. Or is this a newfound thing of like, we're just going to really try and not think about the future so much? Just what are you going to do with that though? Mm. How are you going to use that? Like really if you do that and every decision you make is a is a tactical response to how you think things are going to go in the future it's i just don't i honestly yeah i don't know how you make like that well lots of people do yeah future thinking anxious people which i've definitely been been one of those for a bit smart people but then like (laughs) is that son of a bitch yeah (laughs) it's not good it's a waste of time for sure yeah but it doesn't stop most of the world doing it but you know what music does that make I'm happy to throw put faith I'm happy to like hold on to the faith that um, that music connects when it's felt like you can tell when when there's when there is a weight to something Mm. you can feel it like if, if you're if you're willing to connect with something uh, I believe that conversation happens when the person making the thing has felt that and lived in that and and made from that place mm. and then the person listening to it is opening to receiving it and then that conversation happens and if you're making from a place of cool so we've made that record then like the next one will come out and then, then we should probably do the synth pop record or it's like <laughs> I don't know maybe you can't access that I just can't
became the walls that grew between me and you. Me and you. Decided when the name was called how to become a literal symbol. And the other thing I want to touch on is the collabs on the record. Like, how did that, like, especially the church one, and I think the, the Mott one on Pink Beach works really well, but it almost is so, like, in line with you guys that it kind of just feels like it's part of the band, which I think is really cool. Mm. Um, but then the church one feels really um, 
outside of the sphere in a really good way, which I really like. So, like, what what's the story behind the the the, the song and church coming in on it and that whole idea coming together? Um, made a demo of it, and as soon as I had gotten, it was like the the first half of the song before church arrived, and I sent it to Connor, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this explodes into like a bit a beat. Like, what do you hear? And he sent back exactly kind of what I was like hearing. And as soon as I heard the kind of like that section of it, I just heard Elijah's voice all over it. Um, yeah, I just heard him. And then I, uh, we were working on it up here. We'd recorded it in house, but then we kind of kept on adding some parts to it up here at Roundhead, and I emailed Elijah and told him to come in and stuff. And he listened to it, asked me what it was about, nodded his head a few times, and then just started looping the drum section. Mm. And he wrote a verse and a hook within like 20 minutes. Wow. And then recorded it within like 10, and then was like, sweet. <laughs> See you guys later. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It's pretty interesting, like, having guys from that world come in because I know that they, along with Deirdre and um, Dead Forest as well, spend a lot of time day in, day out at Stubbings just, like, recording, writing, recording, writing right. is a thing that, like, bands don't tend to do quite a lot, but when you're in that kind of module of, like, rappers and producers and and that kind of world, it's you get that practice and you get fucking good at that pretty quick. Mm. It's quite Great. inspiring. It's quite, a, uh, that's why it's kind of cool to hear you guys like interacting with that world as well. Yeah, yeah. It's very eye-opening. It opened my eyes <laughs> for sure. I remember calling. Uh, yeah, I, I called him afterwards. Him and his manager and was like, "Thank you know, thanks for coming through." I thought I was going to see you. You were going to take that song away and you know, do what I've done for the last year and <laughs> like write your verse. And he's just like, "That's not how we do it." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I can see that." It's a, it's a really, it's yeah, it's a different way of making. It's an intuitive way. I'm not like. I don't think it's. Uh, I'll still always be the person who will intuit something and then go and like revise it. Like even the stuff we're making now, I'll still have to. Mm. It'll still have to pass through the filter, and I'll still have to give it the the seal of approval. You know. Um. But it's pretty amazing to see someone who's just like that's it. Yep. It's one of the biggest differences I see with musicians I talk to um, across the board. A lot of there's a lot of similarities, but that's the one of like turn around, not turn around, but like how much time they want to spend on things. There's mm. and it seems to be very polarized. It's like people are just like we bang it out, we do the thing. There's always the next song we yeah. do it, and then there's people who are like I want to take three years on everything I do because mm. that's the only way I get it good and. It's one of those things where I'd, there's no wrong a answer in that, but mm. it's definitely the biggest difference in like musicians I talk to about that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You yeah, know, it's a process thing, which I find interesting because like, I think we all assume that there are lots of like, cr everyone has a completely different process or that processes are like these super individualistic things, but, and there are very, there are very different ones, but there's not that many very different ones. And mm. it's interesting how many people fall into it's naturally into the different camps of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah definitely. And the kind of music it comes out of it. Like, yeah. I don't know what rap would sound like if someone spent three years on a I would rap love album. To, you I know would what love I mean? To hear like, it. yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, I think 
that's the challenge uh, some of the challenge of the future is like that can be as creative a, a, a band or an act putting themselves into a different process yeah and being like well what's what's what is it what is it like if we try and make a record in a week yeah or like rappers be like what is it like if we take two years to do yeah. the whole thing like I find that I think in the future as anyone can sit in their bedroom and make anything yeah to me it's makes sense that that kind of process and thinking about is like is the going to be the interest in the future of like the whys not the mm. not mm. the hows because mm. everyone can do the hows now for yeah. sure for sure mm. for sure for sure there will definitely be caveat there will definitely be a caveat there will definitely be MCs out there who have spent a long ass time on records yeah so no not saying that all <laughs> <laughs> rappers are just like one and done yeah <laughs> 